hey everybody welcome to this edition of suddenly sisters i'm erica and that's sean <laughs> you like how it always has to sing our name like i had to sing it because it goes with like our theme for today i understand and that's perfect because today's topic is suddenly sampled uh we originally came up with this idea based off of all of the songs that we tend to sing and bring up in conversation on a regular basis, not just for y'all's benefit. Um, and so we were very nostalgic about those things. And so we figured we'd do an episode about it, just flashing back into time a bit. Um, so we'll see how this goes. We really don't have a script on this one. And so we'll just <laughs> kind of go wherever the mood flows. Wherever but, it takes us. You know, yeah. what's interesting about this is that we talked about this like what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Yeah, And then the learning specialist came into my classroom on Tuesday and was like, have you ever heard a song that brings back memories? <laughs> and the kids were looking at her like, huh? And I was like, ooh, ooh, me, me, me. <laughs> pick me, pick me. <laughs> yes. And then I was like, she was like, well, what? And I was like, well, pretty much anything from the 90s. Especially yes. Jodeci or Janet. Yes. And then I was like, and if I hear the Mario Brothers theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a whole life into the Mario Brothers theme song. And and also Mario and Jodeci also go together because it's also the same memories. <laughs> it is. They're they are deeply tied, uh, whether they know it, each other or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I thought that was really interesting that that like popped back up. No, for sure. For sure. And so this originally started, um, I was riding in the car and they were playing, um, now I can't remember the song. Who's the group? I don't know. The song is Candy, Candy, uh, Candy Rain by Soul For Real. Candy Rain by Soul For Real. Yes. Yes. And so uh, Sean and I have a lot of memories tied into this song because when we were in, gosh, I don't even remember. I don't even attach a year or an age to this. That's how crazy high school, definitely high school. Yeah. Um, But this song and this video used to come on. And so we had, well, I had, well, I, then we. had friends that looked like people that were in the video and so that is like our moment with that song is referencing those friends and so that's really how this conversation even started about wanting to talk about you know sampling of previous times in life and things that bring back memories so yeah music will always do it for us I think there is no song that does not hold some place. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I think it's how it overflows because there are songs that mean something to you that because you had such a tie to it, they mean something different to me, but it's because mm-hmm. of you, right? So right. Um, me loving uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge is because <laughs> of mine. You know, nothing and every time you hear it, you let me know that you heard it. <laughs> I know because it's it's your fault. It's totally your fault that I like this song, and I don't. There is no other Red Hot Chili Pepper song I know. There's no song 
other one that I like. See, she's gonna be oh. all like and stuff, but the but the reality is is that I was influenced about them because of you, and that was the scavenger song. And so, yeah, every time I hear it, I'm like, ah, and I send you a message. <laughs> Well, for the record, Candy Rain came out in 1995, so we were definitely oh. in school. Yes. Um, and I oh. always hear that song, and I automatically think of, um, you know, those groups of people that were in our lives yeah. at the time. But, like, for you, like, it makes, that was always a fun time. I don't know. That was just a fun yeah. time. Um, yeah. I didn't have a lot of fun in high school, but that was a fun time. Um, yeah. so I always hear that and then like for me like anytime I hear the um, Red Hot Chili Peppers well I love Chili Peppers so anytime I hear the opening chord to that song I just melt because that was like the beginning of me really exploring um, rock music or that was alternative at the time um, and like being open about it because I've always loved different types of music right. but we weren't like you know it wasn't really kosher you were supposed to like you know r&b hip-hop rap that's really what it was at the time and so i was like but this song is jamming like i don't understand why it's a <laughs> like this song i need y'all to hear this song i need right. you to get, get with this song um and that was middle school and that was kind of like when we kind of really met um yeah at that, at that time but that song always just kind of opens me up to like you know, this is when I started really getting into different types of music and being okay <laughs> with liking different types of music, you know? Yeah. No, you've always been more progressive on that front than me. Um, and so after the fact, hindsight, you know, I really appreciate that that was kind of like the role you played for me was in that introduction of other things because I was the typical, like, I'm only doing R&B, like, I only like certain kinds of rap. I ain't even like all rap, like certain rap. Um, and hip-hop was cool, but I really was just, that was my box, and that's where I stood. But mm -hmm. you were very like, oh, no, the all like, you should listen to, like, this is jamming. Like, you should listen to this, and I don't care if you like it or not, because I'm going to play it ten times, and you're going to get this. <laughs> you're going to get this in your life. <laughs> yes, I had a bootleg cassette tape of that of uh of the um red hat chili peppers album too bootleg not real because i don't think i was allowed to go to the store and get it i don't know how i got a bootleg but i remember it was bootleg and it didn't have like the full insert um wow. really really showing my age talking about cassette tapes wow um, but yeah like and i also um <clears throat> i have to give credit to my ex-husband reggie because he was also very progressive with music and he yeah. turned me on to a lot of songs so, like, mm -hmm. he didn't turn me on to Chili Peppers. Somebody at school did. But he turned me on to a lot of alternative, a lot of, um, you know, basically songs by white people. And yeah. um, and yeah. then that kind of, like, co completely expanded what I was already, like, on the cusp of anyway. Thanks to yeah. MTV because, you know, yes. at one point we only had Magic 102. We didn't even have 97.9 yet. Right. So we only right. had Magic 102 and then 97.9 came so we got the rap but you know our parents was like I don't want to listen to that station. So right. if it really wasn't for MTV who you know we could only get black music on yo MTV raps until they yeah. started playing Michael Jackson. So that's yeah. all that were white music. That's all they were showing was people 
you know, pop music and rock music and all that stuff. And I was like, you know, music always stems from the black culture anyway. So if you just yeah. take a moment to listen to it, you can, you know, there's a lot of good music to dig. You know, yesterday, actually, one of my students was like, Miss Smith, what's your favorite kind of music? And I'm real sarcastic with them all the time. And I was just like, music that's good? Because truthfully, mm-hmm. I don't have like a favorite type of music. Any, yeah. any, so- any song, um, Leo listens to classical music every single night, every single night by choice. Mm-hmm. by choice you know um so like we just listen to anything and everything you know and and because you know of nostalgia there's some things like have negative memories that I can't listen to um like it's really like as much as I love Sade it's really hard for me to listen to Sade because a lot of it makes me think about Reggie so I mm. can't like it's hard sometimes I'm like ooh, yeah can't listen to that song yeah <laughs> yeah no, I totally get that. Like, I think um, I was going to go back to something that you said earlier about MTV, which is a real key point in this nostalgia conversation, because MTV was like the base, like ground zero for how we had access to mm-hmm. music, period. Like, mm-hmm. BET was on a slow come up. And even then, it, you know, of course, it was all black, everything. But MTV, like you said, was the thing that like helped to expose us to other. Uh, there's like, a whole nother world out there mm-hmm. of music that's happening, and you know, really brought and shined a light on, you know, being able to see those other cultures um, and expose us to those things. I really hate that MTV went the way that it went in terms of yeah. programming yeah. because you don't you don't have access to that stuff anymore. Like watching music videos is like so weird now (laughs) like you gotta find like how are you even finding it you go on to youtube like that's pretty much where i've seen Mm -hmm. the last music videos i've seen as i had to go to youtube because there isn't wasn't like a place um that was like just a station that showed videos all the time so mtv was a whole like really seriously was about you know, pop culture and the reason why we even think about pop culture to begin with, because it was mm-hmm. like, you know, channels like that that helped to kind of form how we viewed music and how we were access, you know, had access to it. So yeah. I mean, me, yeah, MTV and VH1, like I miss how they used to be. Yeah, I agree with that. Not I think it's same. funny that you say that about videos and MTV, because remember, like, music videos the like a new video was like a yes. huge thing like remember world when michael premiere. jackson had yes. a world premiere and everything world stopped premiere. like families would get, stopped like, to watch it get yep. together families whole families would get together just to watch a um a yep. damn michael jackson video <laughs> yes. like, when madonna did like a prayer when madonna yep. did like a prayer it was I mean, like, people Epic. couldn't, people were mad, people were upset, people said it was sacrilegious, but we all stopped to watch the video. Yeah. And it yeah. was crazy. Like, I still remember Jodeci in the desert, full leather. Full leather. No, they're <laughs> full sweating. Full black leather. Full black sweating leather. Sweating their asses off. Like, seriously. <laughs> I mean, full leather. Who does that? Who 
nothing but Jodeci did. That's why I said rock with Jodeci. By the way, I'm seeing Jodeci on the 26th. I cannot wait. Oh, oh my word! My favorite group in the whole wide world, and I'm finally seeing them at 42 years old. I cannot That's wait. Exciting, sissy. It is exciting. I'm so excited. Um, I also want always wanted to see Charlie Wilson, and so it was like Charlie Wilson yeah. go to see No Edition. I could not pass that up. Yeah, he's a good entertainer too. I yeah. mean, like through and through. No matter how old he gets, he still got it. Yeah, I just saw a video of him yesterday. Uh, dancing and grooving. I was like, okay, Uncle Charlie, I see you. <laughs> yeah, I saw one he had posted for Valentine's Day. He had on a red shirt. Uh-uh, not he in this did. video. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he did one for, like, he was, um, what was the caption? Something like grooving in the Valentine's Day or this how you should be grooving. But he was getting it, baby. He was getting it. I was like, okay. Yes. I think, but I also think what's interesting is that, like, I don't, I mean, even though I'm 42, I don't feel old. And so, and I also yeah, I don't, don't get either. to listen to music that often because I don't travel um, in a car. I actually got rid of my car and gave it away like a week ago. So I don't even have a car. And so I don't listen to a lot of music. And so every once in a while, like if I hear a song and I'm thinking it's about to be one song and it's been it's sampled. And I was like, wait, I'm not old enough for my songs to be sampled. Listen, there is nothing worse than getting your lips prepared to sing <laughs> your song that you think this is. And then some other hip hop head millennial person who is not old enough to talk about whatever they're about to sing about. And you're like, I'm sorry, who is this on my song? Like, this is rude and disrespectful. Right? Oh, yes. I've, it's happened to me multiple times and I even changed the channel because I'm just disgusted because I'm like no now I want to hear the song I was prepared to sing and not whatever this foolishness is like yes. yeah it's the yes. worst it is and it's, I feel like it's happening more and more it and is because isn't there a song that samples Aaliyah like rock yep. boat or something and I was like wait no who approved this who said who, this was okay who allowed you <laughs> See, and I feel like there are some things that should be off limits, like classics and stuff. Like, you don't need to be sampling nobody. Like, leave them alone. And especially if they have gone to glory, you there should be some sort of <laughs> written understanding for the rest of the music world. Like, he's dead, so you no longer have access to sample his shit. I don't care who owns the rights. I don't care who has legal whatevers. Like, there should be a written rule that says, once they die, you can't sample their stuff. <laughs> sorry your time was up you had a chance he was alive like no nobody should be able to touch it because now they're like gone off to music heaven and like everything that they've done is now iconic and you can't touch it like leave it alone like no no and no you can right. cover i'm okay with the cover because i know you're still singing the song it's just your interpretation but not a sample like don't like don't like just no. don't no. And, oh, yeah. did, isn't, didn't somebody sample Janet Jackson anytime, and any place? And I like, I was like, wait, wait, no. Yeah, I'm not that old. But then I also, we whenever are. I say that to myself, I also remember when our parents would hear a sample in our music, and they'd be like, wait, what is happening? And I was like, oh no. This is this is a full circle yeah, moment we, here. <laughs> we're, we're at that age. It's it's crazy <laughs> that the we are now able to see from their lens of 
you know, these things happen at a certain time in your life and you're looking like, this is just not right. Yeah. Because I remember when we were younger and Kirby was listening to some group that doesn't exist anymore that had (laughs) sampled, um, that had not sampled, but they had redone um, my favorite, one of my top two favorite songs, um, All I Do Is Think Of You. And I was like, she, oh, was, yeah. she was getting it. I was like, Kirby, what is this travesty? Who is hitting my song? And then it was only a few years ago that I learned that that was a Michael Jackson, a Jackson 5 song. And I was like, wait, are you kidding yeah. me right now? I did not know that. I don't know how I missed that. But yeah. whoever, when I learned it, I think it was on like one of those, uh, um, like unsung or whatever and they were like yeah. this group had they they did it better than michael jackson and the jackson five or whatever and then the group that redid it from them that kirby was listening to they did an okay job but <laughs> even in that moment i i i was like am i old enough for a song that i was rocking out to when i was her age to be redone right like, i didn't i don't know Apparently, there's no time limit, though. <laughs> apparently, apparently, there's not. <laughs> yeah, because apparently, if if a song was made five years ago and people was bumping it, and somebody else was like, "Oh, let me take a little piece of that and a little piece of this and mix it up," and they're gonna bump this because they bumped that, then yeah. I think that's the strategy, right? Because it's like, okay, people like this song, they like this flavor. Like, let's take a little bit of this because they're gonna be into it. You know, they mm-hmm. like the previous version. Why wouldn't they like this? It's gonna sound like that a little bit. It's going to have that in there. And it's like, I don't think that's exactly the best strategy. It might make you some money, but will it make you like an a successful entertainer, like a successful artist? I doubt it. Like, I don't see longevity from that. Hey, Diddy made an entire career by sampling other people's music. I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But, he made an but, entire career by sampling other people's songs. I, I hear you. I hear you. And I cannot deny that that is true. However, I feel like Diddy is an outlier because Diddy mm-hmm. is also like super producer and like was about having a business. Like he's a brand by himself. Like yeah. he has made it to where like you, he almost has like the Oprah touch where if you get in contact with him and get hooked with him, like it's going to be a thing. And so like I think he made it bigger and had more stretch, more reach. Cause it's not just like I, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like he's bigger than that. Yeah. Which is why I think he gets the pass. Like I yeah. think he's an outlier to the system. Okay. I, I can agree to that. I'll I'll agree with that. I mean, because if there was no without Diddy, there'd be no Joe to see or MJB. Um, yeah and you can't um, you can't live life with, without mj like you you mm-hmm. need like mary is like she she now that's a person whose albums like catalog my life because i could tell you exactly where i was and what was happening when certain albums came out yeah like she was one of those artists where like her music was it spoke to a complete era of time mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember listening to her um, My Life album on the bus yeah. on the way to school. Um, yeah. That like it was on repeat every day. 
And Mary J. Blige actually um, was the first CD I ever bought. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was uh, I was late to buy CDs. I just refused. I was just like, I got all these cassette tapes. I'm not buying <laughs> CDs. They scratch up too easily. They big and bulky. I can't put a CD in my pocket. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. buying no CD. And I finally acquiesced in college. And Mary J. Blige was my first CD that I bought. Yeah, I don't remember my first CD, but I do have a funny story about cassette tapes because I cannot figure out for the life of me why I have in my possession to this day an E40 cassette tape. Um, Like, it looks brand new. It looks like... I think I bought that for you. (laughs) I was like, how did I even get an E40 cassette tape? Like, this is interesting. Um, I had enough. It was something else that I had that I was like, why do I have this cassette tape? But yes, I thought that was hilarious because I came across it not long ago and I was just like, I'm keeping it just because. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I listen to this at all. But I'm giving you it. Yes, I actually, um, I have a tragic cassette tape story. So um, the one cassette tape that we played all the time was Jodeci, Diary of a Mad Band, right? That yeah. was the one. Right. So we played yep. it so much that the the ink wore off the cassette tape um, mm-hmm. on side A. Right. So <laughs> I was in college and um, I was taking the bus from Denton to Houston and um, I was getting on the bus and it was late at night and I was rushing and I heard a crash sound, but I wasn't paying attention to the crash sound. I just heard it. I thought I stepped on something and I got on the bus. And so I pushed play on my cassette player. And there was no music. Oh, no. Diary of Mad Band had fallen out on the ground. Oh, no. And it was gone. I cried like a baby. <laughs> oh, no. Did you I buy another did. one? I had to buy another one, but it was never the same. Yeah, it, it was. wasn't the one. You know what I mean? It was oh, never man. the same. That, oh, I, still, I still have it. But it's not the one that we played and wrote yeah. the the words off, you know. <laughs> that I still that still hurts my heart to this day. <laughs> that is so sad. It still oh hurts my heart to this day that I lost. I I didn't even lose it. It fell out on my cassette player, and um, when I was getting on the bus, and I just didn't take the time. To say, hey, what was that noise? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Tragic. 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 Yeah. But also, what is interesting outside of music that's being redone or samples or bringing back memories are all these movies and TV shows that they're redoing or you know, mm-hmm. putting a new spin on it. And I'm like, what? why? Like, leave the original alone. alone. Like, it was fine the way it was. Yeah, there's nothing worse than a reboot to a classic. And it's just like, why are we trying to do this? Like, there, it was fine. It was fine the way it was. Like, it was already a classic. Like, why are you trying to go and dig up things and create a new storyline and add in these new characters? Like, mm-hmm. nobody has time for that. No. Like we don't like nobody has time for that. Stop it. And, and I'm like, I mean, I do want to watch the new uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but is 
it's going to be so hard to watch it and not compare it to the original. You know, I will say that I think having a new, a, like a new version of a different world would be great. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was just like a classic story. I know it inspired yeah. so many black kids to go to college yeah, um, and go to HBCUs on top of that. Um, yeah. And I think that like, it would be great. You don't even have to have the same characters. It could just be another like different world. I mean, I guess Grownish is kind of similar to that. Yes, I think that was probably a, a an attempt at that. Yeah, to but try I, to. I capture... wanted to be like a different world. Like I wanted to be HBCU all the way, sororities, yeah. fraternities. Um, you know, you get in the classroom with them, professors, yeah. like their whole college journey. Um, I thought, you know, I think that's missing. But yeah. that's kind of one of the only things that I would say, like, let's re- reboot that, rewrite that, let's do that again. But the rest of this stuff, like, come on. I I, I, I want to keep my childhood as pure as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap. Like, it, it's just, you know, people just think, think differently, I guess, in Hollywood. Because I don't feel like you need to remake and reboot everything. Like I think there's some things that should just be left alone and are and are good enough to where if I sit my kids down to watch it, that the same values and feelings and all of that mm-hmm. that I got, they could still get. Like it's that good to where it trans it it's across the lines. Like it won't mm-hmm. it won't need a reboot because you still learn the lesson, you still got the message, like it's still quality TV, even though it's 30 years old. Like, just leave it be. I don't yeah. know. That's I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm still on the fence about watching the Cosby show, but it's such good stuff yeah. there. It's such good it is. stuff there. It is. it is. It's unfortunate that, you know, now we look at it and and because we're adults and, and know things, that mm-hmm. it, it feels different and it looks different. Um, but you know, when we were kids, like this was the show that we all waited and sat around with our f- whole family and watched. Mm-hmm. Like this was, you know, this was a like an amazing time to see on primetime network television, you know, the depiction of a successful black family that had, mm-hmm. you know, of course its own challenges, but they covered everything. Like everything. You know, any kind of like medical or emotional situation or getting married or getting divorced or getting married secretly. Like kids, extra kids, like they they covered everything. Dyslexia yeah. and like you name it, they covered it. And it was just like, you know, they helped to have other black families that are watching to have these conversations at home because now you want to talk about the episode. You know, mm-hmm. now you want to be like, I want to be sure y'all understand what y'all just saw. Like, <laughs> like it was one of those like really great things that helped to bind the family through television. Yeah. And I think I I think it was a it was a moment for um that would spark family conversations. Like I remember um, when Rudy got her period mm-hmm. and um, I was actually grounded 
but my mom lifted the groundation so that I could just watch. Just for <laughs> that. I had to go back. I couldn't watch what came on after, but I don't even think, I, yeah, I think A Different World came on after. I couldn't watch A Different World, but I could watch the episode of Rudy getting her period. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but that's just, that's what it is. And I think that like by rebooting and redoing and reshooting or what have you or having reunions, I think you kind of lose a little bit of that magic or you kind of take a little bit of that magic away. Yeah. From the original, you know, like 90210, as you know, is my all-time favorite TV show, and the reboot, and then they like they did a, they did it twice. You know, they did another version of it where like Brenda, not Brenda, Dylan and Kelly had a, a kid, and then they redid it again. They brought the whole cast back, and I was just like, y'all should have just left it alone where it was. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. fine. It was fine just where it was, you know. Yeah, you you can go overboard and do too much and then it then it misses the whole point and now people don't get it and they're upset and you only have one season because you jacked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, just just yeah. don't. It's fine. Just accept it. Create something new. That's what we're looking for. Yes, but <laughs> I think different. Hollywood doesn't know how to do that. I don't think yeah, they, they have, have a hard time. I don't think the music business knows how to do that anymore. Like, I just think that, you know, even I don't have TikTok, but when I, when someone sends me a TikTok video, what have you, it's the same thing over and over again. It's the same dance with a different song. It's the same challenge with a different song. It's just like, we can't be unique or original anymore. We're just doing the same thing over and over again. I don't understand. Those things that are unique and original, oh, they have such a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like people might be like, oh, that sounds great, but they have such a hard time, you know, getting that same push and and following and support because just because they're different and just mm-hmm. because, you know, somebody took a chance and wanted to do something else creatively. And that mm-hmm. sucks. It's unfortunate because there are so many good talents out there that won't see the light of day. Yeah. You know, I mean, but if you persevere, because like if you look at Janelle Monet, you know, she, um, my friend Matthew had given me her CD for my birthday once, and it was definitely different. You know, like I could bop to it, but it was definitely different. But look at her now, you know, sometimes you just have to push through and persevere and not give up and or not give in to, um, to the to the to the trash you know like i think that's why i love queens so much the new tv show queens because one is very nostalgic like mm-hmm. it's so nostalgic but it also is like how do you remain true to who you are in such a crazy musical male dominated world and you know i'm just like yeah it's hard out there it's hard out there for yeah. people it is yeah. you know but yeah, if you're not no, watching Queens, you should be watching Queens because Queens is everything. Okay, well, I'm going to start watching it. I oh. hadn't added it to my Oh, don't do that. I hadn't added it to my list. I really, uh, my time is so strange. I will, I will add it to my list. It's so good. It's really good. It's very nostalgic, especially like the first maybe three or four episodes. I mean, it really takes you back to the 90s. You got Eve, you got Brandy, you know. 
Mm-hmm. It's so good there. And they have like Cameron in like the first two or three episodes. And they always, you know, throwing in music from that period. Um, and then they have the original songs that are, but they are also like still kind of from that period too. And it's yeah. just, it's really good, but it definitely talks a lot about like the music industry and how, how tough it is in the music industry. And then, you know, there's all this other drama too. But um, it's definitely like I was telling, I was talking to somebody else about it when it first came out. Like it's very nostalgic. If you love '90s music, um, '90s R&B, '90s hip hop, is it, it? It makes you feel things, and I, I'm pretty sure that was the whole goal. <laughs> so and it's probably I, very, you know, going to be pretty successful because of that. Yeah, and I mean the 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 plot is very good too. So. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of different characters. So there's a lot of different ways it can go. I can see how it can continue at least for another couple of seasons if they, you know, play this right. But, um, you know, it was really good. It's really good. No, that's pretty good. I will add it to the list. Add it to the list, girl. (laughs) So right now, if you had to pick one song that brings back, like, favorite happiest memory from like high school and middle school what song would that be i don't like this question um (laughs) favorite happiest memories um that's a good question I don't know. There was so much good music back then. I feel like I've listened to so many things. Um, I mean, the 90s was like the last great decade of good music. It really was. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is a trick question. Because <laughs> when did, okay, well, here's the question. So when did Usher come out with his first album? We were in high school. That was we were in middle school. We were in middle right? school, or at, I think we were like in eighth grade. Are eighth you talking grade, about maybe? the? Um, are you talking about the one before he became like Usher, like the one? Yes, where he, he was still we like, like who is this little boy? Yes, he was yes. still a little boy. I'm pretty sure that was middle school. I think uh-huh. it was too. I have lots of good memories between between him and the boys. I was in love with them. Like Hakeem could probably still get it on a good day. Like he, I, that. <laughs> the, that's when I was like, okay, so I am that girl. Like I didn't think I was that girl like, to be all like boy crazy and be like ah falling out like that. I was like, oh yes, between the boys and Usher, like there was a, a few years in there. I was like, yep, like yep. This it right here. This me right here. This that's right so here. funny. That's so yeah. funny. Cause I used to listen to Usher's tape on repeat like for hours and hours and hours at a time. Um and the boys too, like for hours and hours and hours at a time. Were the boys down my heart? Was that the boys? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, it says that first album um was nineteen ninety four for Usher. So that was yeah. definitely middle school. Yeah. Oh, was, oh yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I have lots of happy memories of those those groups. Um, but yeah, that, 
That's so cute, though. Okay, I had a lot of good songs, but I know for sure, like Usher and the Boys, they was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Usher in concert? I don't think I've ever seen Usher in concert. I have not seen Usher in concert, which is interesting because I don't think it's for lack of trying. Um, <laughs> I just, it's never, it's never been the timing. Our timing has never been good. Yeah. And I know so, Usher's in Vegas. I know, right? Everybody's going to ba- Vegas and doing a whole like stint there. I'm okay with that. So the Usher song that I remember now that we're talking about it is Think of You. Do you remember it? I remember yeah. the video. Yes. Yep. yep. Yes. Yes. That was it. I remember that. I don't know. I think that like I liked Usher, but I didn't love Usher until my way, I think. I mean, I was always down with Usher once yeah. came out. But I think it was my way that came out, and I was like, oh, okay, this is it. Yeah. And then Confession came oh, out when I was, when Reggie and I was splitting up. So sometimes it's hard for me to listen to Confessions, and sometimes I listen to it, and I'd be like, in my feelings. <laughs> yeah, so Confessions, yeah, Confessions was an interesting time, because, yeah, that and... um Jill Scott had an album that probably came out around mm, 2000 and let me see. Let me see so if I get this. There was um, 2009. Okay. There was one. Like 9, 10, 11, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. There's called The Light of Sun came out in 2011. So that was a pivotal moment because um, 2011. I was freshly divorced. So Light of the Sun was very helpful. Okay. Because she was like, no, like there's still like like come on out. Like it's it's cool. You can like get over it. You can get by it. Like that was a very helpful album. Cause she mm. was in her positive space. But there was an album a couple of years before that. It might have been oh eight. I don't know. But there's some songs on there that I was like, Ucha. Like, yeah. And and I I've always connected with her on some mm-hmm. level, um, mm-hmm. and I've probably seen her the most at this point. I've seen her the most in concert. Really? Yes. That's interesting. If she comes to Houston, Erica's in the room. Like in between her and well, her and Men Condition might be tied. Ooh. I probably have seen them both the same amount of times. Oh. And I one of one time they were together. They did a show together, and I was certainly in the building. At that point. Oh, I've never seen Mid Condition. I bet that's a good concert. I think yeah. I've seen, I've definitely seen, so I've definitely seen New Edition, Mary J. Blige, and Janet Jackson, probably. Because mm-hmm. New Edition, no, sorry, Mary J. Blige was like always in concert, right? So yes. I've seen her so many times. And then New Edition, I've seen probably like ooh, maybe five times. And then Janet, I see Janet on every tour. The only yeah. tour I did not see was The Velvet Rope, and I'm still hurt that I didn't see that, because that's my favorite album. I mean, my favorite, like, period of Janet. Um, yeah. So, like, I didn't see that tour, and I had, I mean, as you know, we had to see Janet. I'm still a little misty, you know, about that, yeah. but I've seen her the most. Um, but I think it's interesting that Jill Scott was your get-through-divorce 
album because mine was Kelly Clarkson. Really? Um, yes, because Since You've Been Gone came out. Oh, yeah. Um, right That's when we song. were like, Since You've Been Gone came out, and she has some some songs on that album that I would just turn it all the way up yeah. and belt out my lungs. <laughs> I love it. I yeah, mean, I love her. I love her as a breakup album. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's pretty amazing. I like her too. And her voices, her voices, just yeah, she's got it. Her and um, Christina Aguilera, are like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. Like you are killing me. I remember uh, when my mom and I, and I think Pat went to go see. Um, uh, burlesque and mm-hmm. it opens up with um, it opens up with Christina Aguilera just belting out and she, my mom looked at me she was like is she singing that and I was like yes yep. ma'am she is yeah. <laughs> yes ma'am yeah, she, she is a, she's got a powerful voice yes, yes. Sure. every time she would start singing my mom would just lean over and I'd be like yep that's her <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. She got the gift. Yes. I mean, y'all know if I could sing, I would, I would be take, I would just walk around the house singing all day, every day. I would be like, I'm putting on my clothes. You're hilarious. (laughs) That is so funny. I'm putting on my shoes. (laughs) So now y'all know why Sean sings her name because she's still trying to get that in there every once in a while. Just she's testing it to see if he got the gift overnight. But it doesn't. Just you know, every once in a while, sometimes I can hear the note. Sometimes it'd be right. It'd be right. It'd be right. But then I just keep going and it starts being wrong. (laughs) I believe you. That's all I can say. I believe you. Oh goodness gracious! Oh well, this was fun. This was fun thinking about good times. Good times. I don't Man, even know what songs. That, are that's a whole nother conversation. Is songs from TV shows like TV? Yeah, theme songs because there's some good theme songs out there that I would we could sing just on GP, and they would make it like for real. Oh, you know what? Okay. When you were talking about BET and how BET came out, you know what first popped in my head was the <laughs> the uh, infomercial about the religious CDs. Yes. Those commercials are epic. <laughs> Remember one the time? The Flow Jam one and the God thing? <laughs> yep. yep. Without the commercial, those that man, that commercial, I'm coming up. Coming up to you. on the side. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> but it was like a whole infomercial that lasted like three minutes of every gospel song. And you knew all of them. And then when all they did them. the one for slow jams, it was just as bad. Like we knew all of it. Because yes. that's how long the commercial is. That's number one. That, that those commercials were almost there should have been a rule about how long the commercial could be. Because it really just went on forever. Man, he was trying to make some money because they was new and they was like, we gonna take whoever, whoever. I get it, but shucks, the people that was watching, they had no money. 
But I swear, I still owe BMG like a hundred dollars for all those CDs. We I don't know do. anything about what you're talking about. <laughs> we don't. We don't even know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> that is every black person's plight. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, you know, and I know that BMG probably went under because nobody ever gave nobody their ever paid. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, anywho, um, nobody ever gave them their money. Like, ever. but it's like, why would you set yourself up for failure? Like, get your money at the. I mean, anywho, um, yeah, I don't understand what that thought process is, but I'm pretty sure we got that commercial from watching BET. <laughs> oh, one thousand percent. Like, uh, yeah, all of the facts. I wonder if BMG is still around. Let's see. Ah, they can't be. They can't be. Because music club. Oh, they have a website, so they're still out there somewhere. That, the largest that and oldest don't exist. music club. You mm. can get three DVDs for one dollar each with your membership. <laughs> I need you to push it. The, there's an X at the top right. Listen, I'm on a financial fast. I'm not ordering anything anyway. So. Oh, look at you. You on a financial fast? Yes, I've been shopping, online shopping like crazy. So we're on a financial fast. Very nice. I'm so proud of you. All right, girl. Well, I think I've had enough strolling down memory lane. One <laughs> old now. <laughs> I feel old. Um, no, you don't. Um, those were good times. They were very good times, but those times were forty some years ago, so or thirty something years ago. We're still spring chickens. I don't know what you mean. Okay, um, oh, you you are very right. We are spring chickens in the spring of twenty twenty two. Look, as the person whose knee last night started hurting for no reason, and I was like, "Ooh, is this what it felt like to get old?" Because I. I didn't bump it. I didn't fall. Like, just all of a sudden, it was like pop, pop. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Welcome to the life of an athlete. That's been happening to me for 20 years. (laughs) It was bad. I was just like, okay, like it's time to go. Yeah, that's been happening to me for 20 years. So, yeah, we can talk about that another day, too. Well, this was fun. I hope we bring y'all some memories. Think about your favorite songs. Think about your boo. Who was your boo in your, in your youth? No, we weren't talking about booze. We were talking about music. I mean, but we did talk <laughs> about, we talked about ex-boos who became ex-husbands, so. <laughs> I mean, see, this is why we should just stay focused on the music. <laughs> well, anyway, I hope that yeah. our, I hope our stroll down memory lane brings you some joy. Think about the joy it brings, it brought you Oh, suddenly strolling. Suddenly strolling. Now we strolling. <laughs> I like it. Now you know what's in my head. I be stroking. <laughs> and see, there again, why do we have these things in our head? Why do we even have I be strolling and I just heard I be stroking. <laughs> why? Why do we even have why why is that even part of what we know? Because oh, that was a song back then. It used to come out all the time. And we liked it. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, good people. Um, we appreciate the support as always. 
Not sure when or where, but we'll be back on the same bat channel at some point and talking about something else that is suddenly interesting. So until next time, you guys be safe out there and we'll see you next time. Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. Peace. Love Oh, no. <laughs> See, I went total kid on you. You did, you did. I, I was mm-hmm. trying to like, okay, bye. It's okay, bye everybody. <laughs>